Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today Members Podcast on Friday, 15th of September, and it's a good day today. Hooray. I've been complaining all week about the lack of action, and the Lord delivers. Market up 115 points today, 1.6%. And the best performing stocks in the top 100 today, all the stocks we hold, Fortescue Metals up 4%, BHP up 3.7%, Mineral Resources up 3.3%, and Champion Iron up 4.2%. All stocks we hold in the Ideas portfolio. And the reason for that, Iron Ore has come alive. The reason for that, JP Morgan in the UK has popped the UK market, which is or has a well-developed resources sector as well. JP Morgan upgraded their Iron Ore price forecast for the next three years by 6%, 13%, and 17%. I've got to say, they are doing what a lot of brokers do, which is hardly forecasting. It's called backcasting. It's when they've got their forecasts wrong, so they update to take account of reality. The reality is the iron ore price is over 120 US dollars per tonne as of last night or as of yesterday. So their 2023 iron ore forecast is now $117. So they're not exactly telling us anything new, but if JP Morgan are upgrading, you can pretty much guarantee that there will be other brokers upgrading as well. We're in an upgrade cycle on iron ore stocks and JP Morgan leading the way. And interestingly, in the UK market, they've upgraded the Anglo-American target price for the UK stock by 10%. And this is a £30 billion company. And they've also upgraded their Rio target price in the UK by 10% as well. So that's going to feed through to other brokers upgrading. It's going to feed through to obviously all the iron ore stocks and it's the iron ore stocks that are flying. And thankfully, those are the stocks we're holding in the ideas portfolio. We appear to have timed this almost perfectly. And I'm beginning to get the feeling that this might just be more than a one-day wonder. If you look at the Anglo-American share price in my section today, it was up 7.7% last night. And that really does seem to have turned the trend. Big pivot points happen quickly and sharp rises tend to start trends rather than be selling opportunities. And this has certainly been a sharp rise for Anglo-American and it will hopefully continue to take the resources with it for a while. So the ideas portfolio has come alive. We've actually got Champion Iron now up 10.6%, Fortescue Metals up 7.8%, Mineral Resources up 8.4%. Unfortunately, CSL is flat. CSL's dead in the water. I wonder why we're bothered to hold it. Although as I do look at the chart, I realize it is bottom of trading range at the moment. So we'll just hold that not doing us any damage. We've written about ResMed. I've written about it again today. Have a look at my section. ResMed were down 16%, but still holding on. Qantas, we are now flat. And the FANG and LNAS ETFs, we're slightly in the money on those. The momentum wasn't really with the NASDAQ overnight. It was all resources. But the AI bubble stays inflated. And whilst it does whilst it's not doing us any damage. We'll just hold on to those and hope they get going. The other portfolio that's doing rather nicely at the moment is the BHP only portfolio, one stock portfolio. That is now up 5.2% since inception. If you 
include the BHP dividend we picked up. And the idea of these one stock portfolios was that we can trade one stock and achieve with a large low volatility stock with a few decisions a year, achieve the 10% return that most large retiree investors are looking looking out for without losing any sleep. So we've done it without losing any sleep. We're up five, we're halfway there on the BHP portfolio, up 5.3% at the moment. And most of that has come today. (laughs) BHP up 4% today. Amazing how one day can turn everything around. Still in cash in the strategy portfolio at the moment. This is very much an iron ore thing, not a stock market thing at the moment. I don't see the whole market taking off for the moment, but it may develop. You never know. But for now, still in cash in strategy. And as I say, the AI bubble has sort of inflated and is staying there, but it isn't really running off. I am picking up on everything to do with AI at the moment. And some of the vibes are still pretty good. There was that Tesla stuff last week about the Dojo supercomputer, which is going to quadruple the value of the company over the next decade, according to one broker. And I I see Nick Griffin at Munro Partners says AI has only just begun. He's a long-term global investor that I respect. So still holding the AI stuff, but haven't bought back into a bull market. I think that's when we'll get going with the strategy portfolio. For the moment, it's a bit of an iron ore thing, resources thing for today anyway. And we've got plenty of exposure to that. Quite a lot of other good stuff going on as well. You probably saw the European Central Bank just raise rates for the 10th time, but they are telling us they are near the end of their hike cycle. That's dovish feeds nicely into the peak rates narrative. There's also lots of chat after a stronger than expected retail sales number in the US. There's all sorts of chat about the US managing a soft landing rather than a hard landing. In other words, recession risks are disappearing. We also saw that ARM IPO in the US, SoftBank's ARM IPO, biggest IPO since 2021, $65 billion valuation up 25% on debut, six times over That has sort of lit up the investment banks a little bit. They have been starved of deals and excitement. And when you get a big IPO like that, that goes off nicely, then other companies start to think, oh, conditions may be right for them to come to the market as well. And before you know where you are, the market's got active again. Anyway, good vibe from the ARM IPO. You also have lots of commentary about the iron ore price, China lowering the reserve requirement ratio again by 25 basis points. I think on the Chinese sentiment front and as as far as the ideas portfolio is concerned which we seem to have timed perfectly for the moment we'll see what it looks like this time next week but we seem to have timed perfectly for the moment I think what we've caught is not really optimism about the Chinese economy we have caught the bottom of the pessimism hopefully one day it will turn into optimism so it's not really a big market driver yet it's just timing these resources rather nicely you'll see as well the oil price $90 high 10 month high causes a bit of inflation concern, of course, and gold having a bit of a bounce. So having a good day today. Now, with Henry away, I have found myself absolutely swamped doing the information rather than the inspiration. But the inspiration returned today. I have resurrected the technical signals section. And it really, I have to say, why did I stop doing it? It really is a very good section. It gives you a really good feel for what's moving in the market and lots of observations 
mentions in there today, these US market ETFs like NDQ over the NASDAQ, IVV, SPY, even IOO, which is a global stocks ETF, all overbought at the moment on weekly charts. Weekly charts much more robust than daily charts, which give you lots of signals, which then turn around the next day. The weekly charts are more reliable. All those ETFs still overbought, which makes me think we're okay to be holding LNAS and FANG for the moment. We'll keep an eye out for the day they start to tip over. Flight center with a bit of a buy signal. Also, I know Henry occasionally mucks about in the thorny LICs, thorny opportunities top with a weekly buy signal. And a wise tech and platinum asset management. Have a look at the charts on those. I wouldn't touch them with a barge pole, technically, despite the buy signals. Bit of life in the Magellan stable. MGF, that's the fund, not the stock. MFG's the stock. MGF overbought. And I know some fund managers have got a bit bullish on a recovery in MFG this year as a sort of play of the day or play of the year. It turned around around July, got itself up to $10.70 the other day, 9.40 at the moment. It's come back again. But it's now looking like it's in uptrend. Anyway, MFG might be of some interest to some of you. And the other obvious area of excitement at the moment is uranium. The Chinese are now building significant extra capacity in nuclear power and appear to have changed the market dynamic. You'll see the uranium price has popped from 50 to 65 US dollars per pound in the last week or so and taken the uranium stocks into overbought territory. I've interestingly, you, you, it's just a trade because you're just trading the sentiment. There aren't really fundamentals to back these up. But the obvious play here is Paladin. I used to hold a million Paladin, which I bought at 1.6 cents, I think it was. And they went to $10, but I'd sold them by then. I sold them at 3.2 cents, being terribly clever. Anyway, if you stand back, as I have done in the technical scan section, and if you look at the short-term chart of Paladin, you go, wow, that's run. It's gone too far. Can't possibly buy that. Have a look at the chart in my section. You could buy that. So the big question is, is this uranium rally the beginning of a long-term trend or is it just a short-term event? I'm not smart enough to know enough about the uranium market, but it might well make you a fortune if you could get your head around what's happening in the uranium market at the moment, because if this is going to run, there's plenty of money to be made. Lots of other signals in there. I've got a comment as well on Poseidon Nickel. A few of you have been asking about that on email. They had an announcement yesterday, which I saw as a quasi-delay. Another one. It's kryptonite for a small resources stock not to hit expectations or hit their deadlines. These are only soft, sort of self-imposed deadlines that Poseidon Nickel have put on themselves for their final investment decision, and it just keeps getting pushed back. There is faith and there's investment. Everyone's losing faith, including me. I prefer to be buying Poseidon Nickel at five cents after a material announcement, a material development, rather than buying it at 1.8 cents, hoping that there was a material development. So let's wait till something actually lands, shall we, before firing up on Poseidon. I would just point out that Panoramic, also a nickel stock, is also on a 52-week low. So it's a bit of a nickel thing rather than a Poseidon thing. All these companies need their base commodity price higher for things to happen. So have a look at the technical signals section today. And no piece for the wicked. I've written about in my section, have a look at that, 
four big stocks that are oversold. There are five, actually, because it, if, if you include ResMed, which I've written about too many times anyway. So five big stocks that are oversold. See my section. When big stocks get oversold on weekly charts, that's a rarity. And if they have a long-term future, then it's an opportunity. So things like Coles have gone from $19.65 back to under $16. It's not a huge range, but that's an opportunity. Coles will be around in 50 years' time. All these stocks will. APA, a utility, hardly exciting gas transmission, gas storage, gas distribution. But this is now yielding over 6%. It's dropped from 12.25 to 8.70. A few brokers I can see getting quite bullish on it. Average target price 10% above the current share price. Doesn't sound like a lot, but this is a very boring infrastructure stock. It's gone from top to the bottom of the trading range, just had a capital raising, now yielding over 6%. This again will be around in 50 years' time. An opportunity, but with all these, the other stocks are ASX. Have a read about them in my section. The other stocks are the ASX, Telstra, ResMed, Coles, APA, and actually a couple of other stocks are oversold as well, Illumina and South32. You wouldn't buy any stock, even a big stock that's oversold. You wouldn't buy any stock just because it's oversold. You wouldn't buy it just because it's big in quality. You'd buy it because it's oversold and has started to go up. So you've got to wait for all these stocks to start going up before you can get excited. But all of them looking bottom of the trading range. All of them are quality stocks. All of them have a long-term future. So they should all be on your radar, but really long-term investors only. And most of them have a yield now. So Telstra 6.2, Coles 6%. They're in a hole because of their recent results, which showed that everyone's been nicking stuff from Coles. They've removed all the staff from their checkouts at a time when the cost of living's gone up and everybody started nicking stuff. Easy to fix and Wes Farmers and Woolworth showed no signs of that. So Coles will sort that out at some point, in which case that's an opportunity. We've also got APA on a 6.3% yield, ASX on a 6% yield. And there you go. So have a read of my section for some big oversold stocks today. Other quick stories, Qantas up today, up just over 1%. ACCC has denied Qantas the right to tie up with China Eastern Airlines. I think they're just up with the market. Metcash gone nowhere after sales numbers, sales up 1.7%. Remelius Resources up 4%, had some drilling results. One broker forecasting the oil price going from $90 to $100. Coming up, we've got an FOMC meeting next Thursday morning our time. Not expected to do anything with rates. 97% chance of rates staying unchanged. We've got UK CPI, PPI next week, RBA minutes on Tuesday, Bank of England meeting, Bank of Japan meeting, ex-dividends running into the buffers, Cochlear and Flight Centre. Not really a heck of a lot going on next week. And that's about that. As I leave you, our market flying up 131 points. That's up 1.82%. Best day we've had in ages. Resources sector now up 3%. Fortescue up 4 BHP up 3.8. Mineral Resources up 3.7. Champion Iron up 4.6. The Ideas Portfolio on fire. And just to ice the cake, Dow Futures up 66. NASDAQ Futures up 0.2%. Oddly dazzling. It's a good day today. It's a good day for our portfolios. It's a good day for our members. You have a fabulous day. I'll be back tomorrow with the weekend newsletter. Until then, fingers crossed for the US tonight. Let's see if they can string a couple of days together.